Hey, this is Dr. Patty Sadala. Welcome to my Experience Jesus podcast. In this how-to episode, we will address one of my favorite ways to truly write scripture on your heart. We're going to jump into a Bible story and experience it with Jesus. This episode was inspired by my husband and I marathoning through two full seasons of The Chosen over the Christmas weekend. If you have not seen this show, I highly recommend it, and we'll put a link below for you how to watch it. What Dallas Jenkins and his team of talented writers and actors have done is bring the scriptures about Jesus and his disciples to life so that you can really experience the Bible. People are testifying that Jesus is touching their hearts personally as they watch this series. In the very first class of my doctorate, called Communion with God, or otherwise known as Hearing God's Voice, there is a simple jump-in-the-Bible exercise that was given to practice seeing, hearing, and feeling Jesus and having him give you personal insight about that Bible story for you. The assignment was for us to jump into the story of the Samaritan woman at the well, and I was to see myself as her, so Jesus was talking to me about what he knew about my past and what was now true about who I am in him. It was such an amazing experience that I never forgot this, um, this technique to shed the light on Bible stories and have used it dozens of times since as experiences with Jesus to help me understand what was meant in the scriptures. So in this episode, I wanted to share with you the simple steps for how to do that and give you some ideas of possible stories you may want to jump into and share some of those stories of what I learned from the experiences I've had doing this. We will be using the dialogue journaling tool that the entire Experience Jesus podcast uses for all of our encounters. So if this is your first episode, you may want to go back to the trailer episode so you know exactly how we are using the four keys of hearing God's voice to connect with God's TV channel. Briefly, they are quieting yourself down internally and externally, fixing your eyes on Jesus, asking him to show you and be with you in the experience, looking and listening so that you may tune into spontaneous pictures, thoughts, words, feelings, sensation, music, etc., and then writing it down. Why would it be important to have Jesus help you understand the scriptures? Well, in 2 Timothy 3.16, we learn that all scripture is God-breathed, given by divine inspiration, and is profitable for instruction, for conviction of sin, or correction of error and restoration to obedience, for training in righteousness, learning to live in conformity to God's will, both publicly and privately, behaving honorably with personal integrity and moral courage. All scripture should be understood by the power of the Holy Spirit and not from your own understanding. 1 Corinthians 2.14 says, But the natural unbelieving man does not accept these things as teachings and revelations of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness, absurd and illogical to him, and he is incapable of understanding them, because they are spiritually discerned and appreciated, and he is unqualified to judge spiritual matters. 
So we learn here that we cannot understand Scripture apart from the Holy Spirit, apart from learning what God meant by it when he wrote it in the first place. So it's important to learn how to do that. Before we share the key steps of what it takes to jump into a Bible verse, there are actually two different ways you can encounter a Bible story. You can see it as an observer, or you can see it through the eyes of an actual Bible character. If you want to watch creation being birthed, for example, or experience the Sermon on the Mount, these are great to do as observers. And even if you are an observer, you're always going to be asking Jesus questions along the way because he's going to be with you as you experience it. But for other Bible stories, it's even more powerful to imagine yourself as the character in the story, such as being a recipient of a miraculous healing by Jesus or walking on water as Peter did. Jesus himself will guide you in this, which way he would like you to experience the story. What stories make sense for you to experience? Well, the best stories are the ones where the Lord causes you to wonder something. If you wonder, your wonder is a prompt from the Lord that he has more and would like to answer your question in his own creative way. I remember once wondering why Jesus tossed the tables in the outer courtyard of the temple. So I dumped into that story and then asked him what made him so angry enough to do that. And I had an opportunity to learn about the jealousy of the Lord. The Lord's jealousy comes from his heartbreak that the people have no idea what they're doing and what they're missing. His jealousy is a heart cry for more for them. I never would have understood it this way if I hadn't jumped into that story. I can't remember what story that I asked to jump into one day and the Lord said no. It was too intense and too painful, and he would not allow me to see it. So the lesson there for me is that Jesus knows what stories I need, and he knows what stories you need so that you can better understand. So asking him what he wants to show you is another wonderful lesson and opportunity. Here's a brief list of stories that I jumped into just to prompt you. If any of these are connecting with your heart, make a note so that you can use the steps I'm going to be sharing in a few minutes and have the Lord take you there as well. There are Experience Jesus podcast episodes that I will link below that have these stories in them and also in some cases even prompt you to jump into those stories. So here are the ones that I would like to remind you of, and I'll have those linked below as well. I recently re-released the story about what the shepherds saw on the night of Jesus's birth. And then in the How to See in the Spirit episode, we learn a three-part prayer by watching David write a psalm. And in the How to Strengthen Your Visual Capacity episode, Jesus shares another layer of revelation in the mustard seed story that you can experience as well. And the Acts chapter 2 upper room receiving of the Holy Spirit is also in that episode. In the importance of childlike faith episode, we walk on water as Peter did with Jesus. We experience this in two ways. 
first as an adult and then as a child to show the difference in your level of trust and faith. What stories are good for you? If you have seen a story in the Bible where the Lord did something for someone, he can do it for you. If you've always wondered about a story in the Bible, that's a great place to start. And sometimes the Lord will choose that story for you because he knows better than you do what you need. But here's a list of ideas in addition to the ones already mentioned above. If you need a miracle, like someone who experienced it in the Bible, ask to see that miracle story from the perspective of the person who received it. This can be something from the Old Testament or the New, and have Jesus relate it to you. If you're struggling with your faith or understanding how the kingdom of heaven works, ask Jesus to explain to you one of his parables. If you want to appreciate the awe and the wonder and the vastness and largeness of God, ask God to take you to see the birth of creation or visit him in the throne room of heaven. If you need courage or increased faith, and you can relate to a person you admire in the Bible that had the courage to do something mighty, ask the Lord to take you to that story and experience it as that character. Okay, we are going to use the acronym S-T-O-R-Y, STORY, for how to jump into a Bible verse. Okay, so the S stands for Scripture Story, And so the first step will be to find a scripture story in the Bible. The T stands for take me and teach me. Take me to the scene and teach me a lesson. The O stands for observe. Pay attention using all of your spiritual senses. The R stands for reveal and reframe. Show me the relevance of this story in my life right now. And why is for yield? What has God taught you through the story? And what do you need to obey in the lesson of it? S-T-O-R-Y. Let's jump in. S stands for scripture story. How do you find the Bible story? In this day and age, it's super easy to find anything you need to find in the Bible by simply asking the internet. It's one way... I easily find scripture for whatever I'm looking for. So simply ask the internet the question about the Bible story and the scriptures will be revealed for you. So if you wanted the parting of the Red Sea story, for example, just go to the internet and say parting of Red Sea verses and it will pop up for you. Another way is to simply say a prayer and open your Bible and the Lord will reveal a story to you in it. That's something he does to me a lot. Okay, the T stands for take me to the scene and teach me a lesson in it. So you always want to pray for God's presence, welcome him, and ask Jesus for his wisdom to understand the story. Picture Jesus with you, taking you to the scene of the story. It may be weird to have Jesus with you and see him playing an active role in the story, but you'll get used to that. You want to see him with you so that you can readily ask him questions to help you understand it as you're experiencing it. 
The O stands for observe. You want to experience this as an observer or as a character in the story. And if it's really a good story, you may want to experience it as both just to see if there is a new level of understanding in both directions. The Lord had me do this when I was experiencing the night of Jesus' birth with the angels. You can choose or have Jesus choose whether it's best for you to experience it as an invisible observer or whether it makes sense to imagine yourself as a character in the story so you can feel and sense what the person was experiencing more personally. This is the difference of watching something on the screen, a movie on the screen, and and being in the theater and sensing the emotion of it, but not really feeling the actual being there-ness of it. Take time to observe the scene and activate all of your senses. This is going to be about as clear as maybe a dream. So don't um, minimize your experience if it's harder to see really, really clearly. The more practice you do this, the easier it is to get to do it. But the secret is really to look and keep on looking, really pay attention, listen intently, actually notice each of your senses. Notice anything you smell, feel any relevant emotions, notice sensations on your skin or in your body, pay attention to the action of the story. R stands for reveal and reframe. The best way to do this is ask the full sensory questions. The way you ask the questions will help you get more. If you don't see enough, say, show me. If you don't understand, say, help me understand. You can ask him things like, what were you thinking? What were you feeling? What do you most want me to understand here? Ask anything related to the story and your life. What is the relevance to your life? If the story was Jesus's idea, ask him what he mostly wanted you to get out of this story for yourself. Keep asking questions until Jesus says you understand. Ask what else you need to know is a great way to keep the ball in his court until he decides the lesson has been completely shared. So just simply say, is there anything else? Is there anything else? Until he says, no, that's it. You got it. And then always thank God for what he shared and ask what step you need to take. This is the why, the story, the yield. What makes sense? What do I need to learn and apply this lesson to my life? Okay, let's practice this together. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have us kind of go through the S-T-O-R-Y together with a story example. I shared at the beginning of this episode that this episode was inspired by The Chosen. In Season 3, Episode 2, Jesus sends the twelve two by two to the various regions of Israel to share the good news. I was particularly touched by this episode because it revealed the transition of them being disciples, that is, students, to apostles, which means leaders. 
Jesus was trusting them and imparting them all that they would need to accomplish. So imagine my surprise when I picked up my really tattered and old Bible and I said a quick prayer and I asked the Lord to take me to the story in the Bible he wanted used as an example in this episode. And I landed on Luke chapter 10, verses 1 through 16, which is the very story of Jesus sending out, it was actually 70 of his disciples, two by two, and not just the 12. But this was that assignment, which was, that is so cool. As many times as I've read that section of scripture, the chosen really highlighted for me what it must have felt like, how scary it would have been for them to get that assignment from Jesus and that he wasn't going to be there with them. So uh, let's dive in and see what the Lord shows you with it. Lord Jesus, thank you for this opportunity to jump into a Bible story Please meet me and take me to the story as we meditate on this story in Luke chapter 10. Open the eyes and ears of my heart and the hearts of those listening and awaken every spiritual sense. Show me what I need to know here and show them anything that you have for them in it. And Jesus said, I want you to be one of the messengers in the story. So he's saying, Jump into a person that's in the room and not watch this distantly. Experience it. Luke 10, verses 1 through 11. Jesus sends out the 70 messengers. The Lord now chose 70 other disciples and sent them on ahead in pairs to all the towns and villages he planned to visit later here in the, with these instructions to them Plead with the Lord of the harvest to send out more laborers to help you, for the harvest is plentiful and the workers are so few. Go now and remember that I'm sending you out as lambs among wolves. Don't take any money with you or any money bags or even an extra pair of shoes, and don't waste time along the way. I immediately could feel my heart beat fast, my palms sweating. I'm so scared. Looking around this room, I see that others feel the same way. This is not just to share the good news of what we've seen and heard. This is a recruiting job for the workers of the harvest. Can I sell this thing as well as he can? Who will he pair me with? I hope they're better at this than I am. And then I find myself comparing myself with others in the room. I better pay attention. Jesus is still speaking. Jesus continued, whenever you enter a home, give it your blessing. If it is worthy of the blessing, the blessing will stand. If it is not, the blessing will return to you. When you enter a village, don't shift around from home to home, but stay in one place, eating and drinking without question whatever is set before you. And don't hesitate to accept hospitality for the workman is worthy of his wages. How are we going to know which house to stay at? Who will welcome us 
and who will reject us? And then Jesus said, if a town welcomes you, follow these two rules. Eat whatever is set before you and heal the sick. You heal them and say, the kingdom of God is very near. But if the town refuses you, go onto the streets and wipe the dust off the town, off your feet, as a public announcement of your doom and never forget how close you were to the kingdom of God. I think I'm going to be sick. Me, Lord, how will we do these things? We're simply your students. And Jesus said, I'm trusting you now as my apostles. You are my lifelong students and have become leaders. You're not going alone. I'm imparting all of my abilities on you now. The Holy Spirit will be with you and he will guide you in these things. Remember, it is by the power of God that you're doing these things, not your own strength. So do not allow your limitation in the natural to stop you from what I have for you to do. Lean on your partner and be strong for each other. You are fully equipped for this journey. Trust me as I am trusting you. You are representative of me. Trust me as I am trusting you. He trusts me with this. Wow. Take a few minutes to meditate on this and ask him more questions before we pick the story up with how things turned out. Hey, after you've taken some notes with the Lord on this first section, thank him and praise him for what he's already shown you. And then allow Jesus to take you back into the story again to see the rest of how this picked up. Luke 10, 17 to 24. When the 70 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, even the demons obeyed us when we use your name. Yes, he told them, I saw Satan falling from heaven as a flash of lightning, and I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy and to walk among serpents and scorpions and to crush them. Nothing shall injure you. However, the important thing is not that the demons obey you, but that your names are registered as citizens of heaven. Then he was filled with joy in the Holy Spirit. And I said, praise you, the will of the Father of heaven and earth, for hiding these things from intellectuals and worldly wise, and for revealing them to those who are trusted as little children. Yes, thank you, Father, that this is the way you wanted it. And I, the ancient of my Father and everything, and no one really knows the Son except the Father, and no one really knows the Father except the Son, and those whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then turning to the twelve disciples, he said quietly, How privileged are you to see what you have just seen? Many a prophet and the king of old has longed for these days to hear and see what you have heard and seen. Lord, show me the scene and help me believe that I am also your chosen servant and these capabilities are also mine. Let any feelings of unworthiness stop me from what you have for me. So now take time now with the Lord to show you the power you now have to heal the sick.
cast out demons and lead others to him. Ask him as many questions as you need to believe that he too can use you. Ask him how this story relates to your life right now. What has he been preparing you for that you may not feel ready to do, but he says you are? How can his strength overcome your weakness? And what step can you take today to step into that destiny? Take some time with him on that. Well, I hope you learned a little bit more about your capability from our sample example. Now I have homework for you. I want you to use our STORY acronym and do it again with a story of Jesus or your choosing as your practice. So remember, S stands for choosing a scripture story. The T, welcome Jesus and ask him to take you to a scene and teach you something in it. O, use all of your spiritual senses to observe the story. What do you see? hear, feel, sense, and learn from this story. R. Ask as many questions as you need for him to reveal the relevance of this story in your life. What does he want you to understand about it in your life now? Why? What step can you take to yield to God's will for you related to this story? Take all the time you need and record it all in your journal. You know, jumping into a Bible story is my very favorite thing to do. If you know me at all by now, you know I love time travel, and this really is a creative and adventurous way to learn from Jesus directly. So I hope that you have as many adventures as possible by simply learning the story acronym today. Would you like to know how to go deeper with God? I want you to prayerfully consider attending the Deeper Spirit Life Workshop, May 12th to 14th, 2023, on the shores of Lake Erie, near Cleveland, Ohio. God's glory has the power to transform you in an instant. What could God do with you and through you if you learned how to quiet yourself and gaze long enough for God's glory to transform you? Gazing is a long look, while glancing is a short one. When you gaze at Jesus, he gazes back, and his glory flows where his eyes are fixed. In God's glory, there is peace, healing, and clarity of purpose and direction. Learn how to stay in God's presence long enough for him to transform you into the Christ you that he died for you to become, your Christ's perfected identity. You can expect expertly facilitated Jesus encounters and plenty of time to connect with God in this workshop. For more information and to register, check out spiritlifeworkshops.com. We hope to see you there. And I hope you will join us on this podcast adventure. Follow this podcast and forward it to others that you think may be blessed by it. And check out all the links below. They are designed to take you deeper. I thank God for you and bless you in Jesus' name.